0: She is a sarcastic, sassy lady.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Like, I think it just didn't click, like, where I... Because I know a lot of my sense of humor is similar to my mom. Because, like, I'm witty, but I also love poop and fart jokes because mm-hmm. I'm a human being with a heart. Um,
1: I Okay, I don't want to be a bitch, but you could have said I'm a human being with a fart. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! I hate to do this in the middle of your story, but I... <laughs> I I'm so sorry, but I had to say, I I felt I like being a good friend is being there for people when they need you the most. And I feel like if I didn't point that out.
0: Oh my God, re- I soiled it. soiled it. Soiled it. Dang- soiled it. You had me at. Hell no. Welcome to You Had Me at Hell No. I'm Mel. I'm Allie. And welcome to our podcast where we talk about the romance genre and why we love movies that hate us so much.
1: Mm-hmm. We talk about rom coms, dramas, uh, erotic thrillers. Oh. Uh, if, if, if romance is central to the story, were there maybe. However, we don't normally seek out the romance genre to turn our brains off. Mel, what do you like to watch?
0: I love horror and all things spooky. Um, So uh, I love anything that's going to freak me out. And then I'll watch it alone with the lights off and go to sleep. Um, cool. What did yeah. you
1: watch? What spooky thing did you watch recently?
0: Uh, well, I recently forced one of my brothers to watch *Midsummer* with me, which is just huh. Chef's Kiss. Love that movie. Mm. Um, but that's I read the Wikipedia. I'm, it I'm yeah. not going to watch it. it. It's not for you, babe. It's not, I'm not for you. not going to watch it. Yeah. Okay. As your friend, I can tell you with confidence, don't watch this movie. Nope. Um, But, you know, I just love horror, and I love forcing my siblings to watch it with me. Um, Allie, what do you like to watch for fun?
1: Um... To for fun to like kind of turn my brain off. I love like a heist or like an action movie. Uh, we're we're all friends and we're joining together to to solve a crime with friendship. Um, <coughs> what did I watch recently? Oh, with some friends I watched uh, Fate of the Furious. It's Fast Eight. It's the eighth film in the in the series.
0: Is it spelled F eight of the Furious? Yes, it is. Yes, oh it is. Oh my God!
1: You bet your ass. Oh, um, no. Jason Statham beats up a bunch of people on a plane while saving a baby, and it's. Uh. Also, me? yes. Uh, also, he and The Rock kind of fight in a prison.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say they kind of kiss, and I was like, yes. yes. Oh,
1: they almost. They should. There's ca- The thing about Jason Statham is he has chemistry with every single person he you put him next to. Whoever he's standing next to, you're like, are they gonna kiss? Mm-hmm. Um, but however, he also never initiates any sexual or romantic contact, like never to show affection. I think I've seen it once in a movie where he was the person to be like, okay, I'm gonna kiss you because I love you. Like even in Crank, He's not trying to have sex with Amy Smart to show her that he loves her. He's doing it to keep his heart rate up so that he can seek revenge on the people who poisoned him. It's always, like, a toll he must pay in order to complete a job. Like, it's always a woman being like, <laughs> Oh,
0: my God.
1: <laughs> and he's like, oh, what are you doing? And um, I just really love Jason Statham. Uh
0: my god my uncle didn't know who Jason Statham was at dinner the other night so I had to what? try to tell him but I couldn't I, I froze and so I just did an impression of your impression of Jason <gasps> Statham and then my dad was like okay weirdo and then like googled him and showed my uncle a picture of him and he was like oh that guy <laughs>
1: can you do that's so flattering what did you do I,
0: I went <laughs> I told him what did you do I, I was like <laughs> he's just like a bald, buff British dude who's a martial arts expert, and in every movie he's in, he's like, "We gotta get the job done." <laughs> or, and then, and then my uncle was like, "What? Excuse me." And I went, "We got a job." And then yeah. I went, "It's a megalodon." And he was like, "Melanie, what are you doing?" It's a megalodon.
1: I love it because he says he says it as if he and the megalodon used to date, and the megalodon broke his heart. Like he was gonna propose to the megalodon. The megalodon was like, uh, "We, I, I need to go to the ocean. I need some time to myself." And he's like, "Oh, what are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. We didn't watch <sighs> any Jason Statham this week. No. Uh, this week we watched a movie that I love. Uh, Melanie, had you seen this movie before?
0: No, I had not.
1: Well uh, this week we watched Moonstruck starring Cher and Nicolas Cage. We finally got a Nick Cage movie for our girl.
0: Uh, first of all, I have some things to say, but this okay. is actually, this is my grandma's favorite movie. I told her that we were watching it today and she <laughs> was like, this is one of my all-time favorite movies. It's so good. Call <gasps> me after you're done watching it. Uh, it's and honestly, I got to say, I'm I'm going to jump the gun here for the end of the episode. Two thumbs okay. up.
1: Right? It's a great movie. I love this movie. Re-watching it for the pod, the whole time I was just like, I love this movie. This it's, movie is so good.
0: It's honestly so good. It's so good. And it's good. funny.
1: It's so fucking funny. It's so charming. It's Oh, it's the best. Um, wasn't
0: Cher Wasn't this one of the Oscar movies? Like, wasn't Cher nominated for an Oscar for Moonstruck? This is the one she won for. Okay, good. She
1: won for this movie.
0: Good. I don't know what she was nominated. I think was she nominated for
1: Mask or Silkwood? I don't remember. But um, when she won, she was nominated. She was up against Meryl Streep, and they had done Silkwood. I think they'd done Silkwood together, which I think was her first movie. And Meryl is like
0: cheering and, like, crying
1: for Cher. She's so happy.
0: That's very sweet. Mm -hmm. Um. Honestly, Cher did a great job. Also, uh, notable people in this movie, Danny Aiello is in this movie. He does Mm -hmm. a great job. Olivia Mm -hmm. Dukakis is uh, Cher's mom. Olympia. Olympia. Sorry. Well, what did I say? Olivia? It's Uh, Olympia. Olympia. She's Greek. Okay. Olympia. Yeah, Olympia Dukakis. What a last name. (sighs) All right. Yeah.
1: Dukakis.
0: Um. (sighs) Ugh. Olympia, why my brain just wants me to say Olivia? Oh,
1: Vincent Gardenia. Yes, who is wonderful, wonderful guy. He was in um, he's Mr. Mushnick in uh, Little Shop of Horrors.
0: He certainly is. Mm-hmm. That's a great movie too. Um, oh, but that's so good. maybe we should watch that for the fun. Um, we should. Um, but Moonstruck, this okay? It's so just fucking delightful. Okay. Right. It's, oh, uh, it and it's so fucking Italian. Oh, so mm-hmm. Italian. Mm-hmm. Like watching that movie, I was like, I just gobbled my, I gobbled my last ghoul, Governor Cuomo, like fully. <laughs> wow.
1: I really can't get over that he was like, I'm Italian. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Babe. I did send that to you in Tiffer. I was like, this is me every episode of the podcast. Just that screen grab of him being like, I'm not a pervert, I'm Italian. <laughs> I'm uh, not a pervert, I'm Italian. I sent that to you in Tiff. What does yeah. that even mean? Oh, boy. Just, oh, whatever. Anyway, uh, should we get into this movie? Yes, okay. yes. And Cher it's plays yeah, Loretta. Sh-
0: oh, uh, um, love. I but think they say
1: she's 37.
0: Yeah, she's but 37. She has, like,
1: gray hair and they kind of treat her like some kind of like <laughs> but anyway. yeah well
0: that's that's um, part of like the her development right is that she's like very matronly and then when she actually falls in love she like starts dressing. she puts care into
1: herself thank you that's in a way that, that she hasn't say. before and yes. she's a bookkeeper for a lot of places in town and uh, yeah, she and is she dating l- Danny Aiello yes. she was married before and he passed away. He was he hit by a bus. passed away. hmm And she feels like she's had bad luck. She feels like she cursed that marriage because they didn't have, like, a big wedding. She got married for love and, like, went to the courthouse and didn't do a bunch of stuff. And then, um, like, they were waiting to have kids, and then he died. So, um, she, Danny Aiello is like, do you want to marry me? And she's like, you have to do it right. And he ha- she has him, like, get down on his knee and give her his ring to... Really proposed to her, yeah. Which it's, it's very yeah.
0: funny because like he's like, "Will you marry me?" And she's like, "Oh, what are you proposing to me?" And you're not even gonna kneel down. You're not even yeah. gonna give me a ring. And yeah. also, in fairness to her, like if you're gonna propose to someone, you need like unless you've agreed beforehand that neither of you want rings, like it's an expectation that you provide an engagement ring. And I know this is yeah. gonna sound real, real not great, but like that's part of the transaction. That's part of the contract.
1: I want you to pick your fattest pig and bring it to my father. And you say, I'm I'm giving this to you in exchange for your daughter. And my father will say, that's a pretty big pig. And then he'll agree to give me away. However, you know, eventually we'll find out that (sighs) you did not carry Madame Cerrone up the mountain. And yes. He broke your promise.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And <laughs> anyway, uh, but yes. Uh, uh, and so they agree to get married a month because he's leaving t- to go to, to, go to th- Italy. Yeah, to Sicily
0: because his mother Cis- is dying and mm-hmm. he's like yes. all, you know, broken up about it. So he goes and she's mm-hmm. like, you don't have to worry about it. I'll plan the entire thing. Just call me when you get to Palermo. And he says, mm-hmm. okay, but before I go, I want you to contact my brother, Ronnie. We haven't spoken in five years, but I really want him to be at the wedding. And she goes, oh okay. God. So she contacts Ronnie, who works at an Italian bakery that their family owns. Mm-hmm. And... I, th- I, it's I, Nicholas uh, Cage. This, I... Something... Allie, <laughs> something happened to me when I when I saw this.
1: Melanie, do tell.
0: Like, because, okay, so... When we first It's young. He's young.
1: He's, like, maybe in his early
0: 20s? Yeah. Yeah. Young. Yeah. Anyway, continue. And he's, like, kind of... He looks disheveled and, like, a little bit gross, but, like, in a hot way. And he's... His job is that, like... It's an old-school Italian bakery, so he's got, like, the wooden paddle, and he, like, puts the bread in and out of the oven. And so he works shoveling coal in an oven all day. And when you first see him just like a sweaty white wife beater tank top and he's got a tattoo on his shoulder and he's shoveling coal and you don't even see his face but I knew it was him and I went I audibly went "Ah!" (laughs) like I'm sitting on my bed with my cat and I'm just like "Ah!
1: oh my god Uh, this is but I will say that like opening scene and maybe this is probably the one movie where I'm like Ah, about Nicholas Cage because that's not my type of dude. But th- if, if anything that he's done, this is the one where I'm like, hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: interesting, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. interesting. Okay, okay,
0: yeah, all right, oof. all right, okay, oof. all right, oof, my
1: goof. I see, yeah. I see. Yeah, right. We're, okay, like it's we're making w- all right. We're bringing up interesting points. And
0: and here's a question: Is it because he's like a, a broken man? Is that why he's so attractive? <laughs> and I don't know
1: if it's that because he's broken in everything. Um, he all not a really, like, national this,
0: treasure. Uh,
1: okay. D- the daddy issues. The daddy issues up and down that movie.
0: Okay, I mean that's fair. But also, thank like, you. Ugh, fine, uh, you win. To, he plays.
1: He tends to play kind of tortured men.
0: Um, mm. um, he doesn't have a classic uh, Nick Cage freakout in this movie. He doesn't, Melanie.
1: Melanie. He doesn't. It.
0: It's not. A Excuse qu- me. What do you call that
1: first scene, Melanie? What do you call that first fucking scene when she says, "I'd like you to uh, come to your brother's wedding," and
0: he immediately is like, "He's like, what get is me life? the big knife so I can cut my throat."
1: Chrissy, bring me the big knife.
0: I won't do it.
1: Just that like, woman. Chrissy has the best line in a hole. That woman's performance, she has two lines. She is incredible. Yeah. She is heartbreaking. She's like, I'm in love with this man, but he doesn't know that because I never told him. Because he can never love anybody ever since he lost his girl and he lost his hand. Oh yeah, said, uh, Nick Cage. I don't know why you th- are saying this is not a Nick Cage-level freak out. because basically when, she, when Cher goes to invite Ronnie, his name's Ronnie, to the wedding, he launches into this long speech about how how and why he hates his brother. And he's a baker, and Johnny came in to order bread one day and distracted Ronnie, and Ronnie got his hand cut in the slicer. So half of his hand is gone, and he has this wooden hand. And because of this, his fiance left him, and he feels very sad. So he that's the bad blood between Ronnie and Johnny. And, uh...
0: <coughs> Sorry. And and uh,
1: which is insane, uh, and what is it? Camareri. Camarari, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and share is sure is like uh, uh, you know you you need to calm down. You're acting ridiculous. And she says uh, like where do you live? Here I'll um, like I think she's gonna make him lunch, yeah. and she makes him a steak. She immediately starts cooking him food. And it's like, here, you need to eat this. Because it'll help you. Um, and they drink, I think, whiskey. And then they get in this big fight. Where, uh, I think she talks about, like, bad luck or something.
0: It's This is the speech when, when she goes to his house. She tells him about her bad luck. But then she's also... She basically psychoanalyzes him. And she calls him a wolf. Yeah. And this is when she's like, this is who you are. Like... You, like, are a dangerous person because this is how you like to act, and um, basically reads him for filth. And yeah, she's like,
1: you, you're you like a, wo- a trapped wolf. That woman, that marriage was going to trap you like a wolf, and you didn't want it, so you chewed off your own foot to get away from her. Like, your hand, essentially. She Essentially, is like, you did that on purpose in some subconscious way. Which is a and wild
0: thing to say to someone.
1: <laughs> you ju- especially someone you just met. And they get in this big fight, and he's like, what? You don't even love my brother. You're just marrying him. Like, you're um,
0: – You're marrying him because it's convenient. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, yeah, that's literally exactly why I'm doing it.
1: Yeah, and – uh
0: Because she says – she was like, I waited for love. Like, I waited longer than it was appropriate. Like, she's like, I should have been married younger, but I hold, I held out because I wanted to be in love, and then I fell in love. And then that love was taken from me when my husband died. And mm-hmm. I'm not ever gonna get that again. So your brother's a nice guy and he's gonna take care of me. So yeah, I said yes. Yeah. And uh and then
1: And they then they get like a big they just start yelling Ugh, at each other. The sexual
0: tension And he Ooh, stands
1: up. Boy. He stands up, he flips the table, and then fixes his hair, and then uh, Lips her up and they kiss. Oh, and baby. then um, they just to each other. Then they make love. And uh, the difference
0: between you and me. <laughs> 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 ah.
1: <laughs> they make love. But um, part of it is because there's like this bright moon, and like the older couples, like uh, Loretta's parents and her aunt and uncle, are having dinner that night and they're talking about like how the moon was really big tonight and how it reminded them of this one time when they were younger and there was this like bright moon in the sky it looked huge and uh, it it like made them feel so young and in love and it was so beautiful and then the moon is really big that night. So it sort of implied like everyone's kind of going crazy over this moon. Like Loretta's with Ronnie, um her aunt and uncle are like lovey dovey in a way they haven't been since they were kids. Um, dogs are barking everywhere, <laughs> like, um, so moonstruck. It's almost like this moon is making everyone crazy, with its love powers. Ew. Um, Gro-
0: first of all, love powers grow. Second of all, that that's why they called it moonstruck. Yeah. Burp, burp. Um, but it's cute.
1: Anyway, Loretta wakes up the next morning and is like,
0: "Fuck! Like shit!" <laughs>
1: I shouldn't have done this, and um, and Ronnie's fully like I'm in love with you. Yeah, he's like I'm I'm in love with you, and she slaps him, and this is the famous slap. And then, Snap out of it! God, That's so
0: good. And can fair, I say yeah. too, like share share affects this accent, right? And it's like the quintessential Brooklyn Italian accent. Mm. And yeah. she does it so flawlessly. Except for when she yells snap out of it because she kind of goes back into her share voice for a little bit.
1: But guess what? I love it. That was fine so good. It didn't I'm even matter. I'm fine with that.
0: Like, it doesn't give a. Sh- I don't give
1: a shit. Snap I out love of it. it.
0: Snap out of it.
1: I love it. Um, what if, what it's if the rest so of good. this
0: episode it was just share impressions?
1: No matter how hard
0: I tried.
1: <laughs> that wasn't good.
0: <laughs> That's all. All I got is, step out of it, and Chaz! <laughs> That's all I got. Dark lady and in the candle of
1: my world. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. Can we oh. get a little commotion for the dress? Um, oh.
0: F- sure. So, um, so, so yeah. what basically happens is Ronnie's like, I'm in love with you. She goes, she basically is in love with him, too, but she's like, well, I'm engaged to your brother, so no dice. Mm -hmm. We find out that her father, who's a very successful plumber, is Mm -hmm. seeing uh, a mistress on the side. Yeah. I loved this lady. (laughs) She was so fun. She's fun. So then Nicolas Cage basically says, okay, so listen, I am hopelessly in love with you, Loretta. Mm -hmm. Do me this one favor. The only mm. two things in this world that I love are you and the opera. Come to mm. the opera with me tonight, and I will leave you alone forever because that will make me the happiest person in the world for just one night. And she says, "Okay." Yeah. So she gets a makeover. She gets her nails done. She gets her hair done. She looks incredible. She buys oh this my god,
1: amazing! Dress.
0: Oh my just, god, that dress! Shut the, the fuck beautiful, up! Beautiful, big curly big hair. <laughs> The hair, oh my god! Oh fuck!
1: Incredible. She looks incredible. If
0: I had, if I looked like that, I would die. It was. She looks so beautiful. She
1: looks so beautiful. And so she goes to the
0: opera with him, and they're having a pretty good time. And then she runs into her dad with his mistress at the opera. Oh
1: god! Yeah. Uh, And they're both kind of like, uh. uh,
0: Yeah, they're both kind of like. Well, we we never saw each other here. Neither of us will speak of this.
1: Yeah. They're both like, "What are you doing?" and it's like, "What are you doing?" So, anyway. And um also uh also while this is happening, um Olympia Dukakis is pretty certain she's like, I think sh- certain that her husband is cheating on her. Mm-hmm. And she goes out to dinner and uh meets this man played by John Mahoney
0: and John Mahoney and is the dad <coughs> from Frasier
1: incredible he's so good he
0: and he he, wa- he was a handsome he still was even as an elderly man handsome
1: oh you know, yeah like show just of a handsome charming face handsome yeah. um and it, it's kind of a thrilling where at this restaurant he routinely takes younger women and then they you know get mad at him and break up with him. and he, he continues to eat his dinner and olympia dukakis offers to eat with him and <clears throat> And they have this m- great meal where they're talking to each other about kind of their thoughts on love or like why men chase after women. And um, they're really, they have this really lovely, honest conversation that's heartwarming and funny and good. And he walks her home and you could tell he really likes her. And uh, she's like, No, I'm married. And w- what does she say to him? There's like a great line where she's like, You're a little boy.
0: Yeah, like, she. Yeah. Th- I don't remember the exact line, but he walks her home, and on their way home, she runs into her husband's father walking mm-hmm. his dogs.
1: I loved him. So old.
0: Oh, it was so sweet. And like every time he like he's got the dogs, he's like, "Stop! Stop! Don't pull! Don't pull!" Ah, mm-hmm. It's very sweet. Um, he's got like five dogs. Um, and one of them actually looks like Roscoe. Your dog. Yes. <laughs>
1: I saw. That. I noticed that too. <laughs> I noticed that too. I was like, isn't. That- your Muggle. dog is Italian. Feed my dog. Feed that dog any more of my food, old man. I'll kill you where you stand. <laughs>
0: that was, oh, uh, chef's kiss.
1: So good. But she's yeah. with
0: Mahoney, basically, and he's like, well, can I come in? And she says, no. And mm-hmm. he's like, well, is someone home? She goes, no, nobody's home, but you can't come in because I'm too old for you. And he was like, that doesn't matter to me. Why don't we go back to my place? And she's like, no. Like, mm-hmm. thank you for your company, but. I'm good. Peace. And he's like, all right, bye. And he leaves. So then she goes home. He very sweetly
1: kisses her on the cheek. It was very very sweet. It's just a sweet. It's just such a, just lovely character moments in this movie. I, I just love it. Anyway, you really get to know the people. You really feel like you know and care about these characters.
0: Yeah, it's for me, I actually think this is really similar to Crossing Delancey, which is something, a movie we should watch for the pod. Um, I've never seen it. It's very similar. It's like it's, you know, late 80s. It's Irish? No, right? late 80s New York City Jewish.
1: Oh! And it's like a
0: Jewish New York love story. And it's oh, very goodness. similar to Moonstruck in the whole like insular community cultural thing that that like is clearly very present in this movie. Like you watch it, you feel like you're part of their family.
1: I wonder if it's also John Patrick Shanley.
0: I'll check, check it out. um well yeah hold, let me look Maybe it up not. now I'll see I'm who a, directed it I'm looking it. it
1: up right now I'm looking it up right now I'm looking up John Patrick Shanley he also did Doubt which is a play about uh, nuns um
0: <laughs> it was uh, Joan Micklin Silver who directed Crossing Delancey so I'm not the what? same person
1: no it wasn't written by John Patrick Shanley was it hold on I'm trying to find this shit what is happening? No, it okay, was written it, it was based
0: him. off of a play by Susan Susan Sandler. Good for
1: Susan. Um anyway. Um, now that we got that covered <laughs> So Lorena and, and Nick Cage leave them that and they have the he has this like yelly speech about what love is and they spend the night together again. And Loretta comes back to her house the next day. And her mom is like, where were you? Because Johnny's coming.
0: Because <laughs> Johnny gets back from Italy. because his And he goes Early. to Loretta's house to try and talk to Loretta. But she's yeah. not there, so he talks to her mom for a little bit. And, yeah. and while it's just Johnny and her mom, the mom, mm-hmm. Olympia Dukakis, she goes, why do men see... What, what do they like about the chase why do they see multiple women and, and Johnny goes well it's because they're afraid of dying like they know they're gonna mm-hmm. die and they are afraid of that and so mm-hmm. then Cosmo the husband comes home and she just goes you're gonna die just like the rest of us Cosmo no matter what you do <laughs> and I was like oh my god I, I love this Cosmo
1: I just want you to know that you're gonna die <laughs>
0: <laughs> So good.
1: I love it it's so good so um,
0: good. Um, and
1: then, and, and anyway, Loretta comes home and she's like, Olympia Dukakis sees her and is like, well, Johnny's here. And Loretta's like, what the, why the fuck is he here? And she's, and uh, I think Olympia Dukakis his mom is was, like.
0: Yeah, his mom was dying and she got better and it was a miracle.
1: Yeah. And, and Ronnie like, also shows up. Yeah, so Ronnie, Ronnie also yeah, shows yeah. Up. basically.
0: Every <laughs> character shows up. Everyone shows like,
1: up. Like, uh, Cosmo's dad shows up. Her uh, Loretta, their aunt and uncle who uh, run the um, I don't know, place where she also does bookkeeping, show up because they think that she stole money, but she didn't. She had the money. She just forgot to drop it off mm-hmm. um, the night before because she was with Rarate. And then Ronnie shows up. And so anyway, uh, Danny Aiello is like, Loretta, I need to talk to you in private. And she's like, no. Um, what do you have to say? And he says, I can't marry you. <laughs>
0: And it, so like, it works out. <laughs>
1: so what basically what happened is is he t- he's like I told my mom she was like, d- it dying. My mom was dying, and I told her I was gonna marry you, and she leapt up, and was like, no, and then she was fine and started cooking for everyone. And Loretta's like, oh fuck you, that's so rude. How dare you? We were gonna get married. You made a promise to me. Fuck you. Whatever.
0: And you know and she's not wrong.
1: Yeah, and then, uh. Ronnie is like, Loretta, will you marry me? <laughs> and he borrows Johnny's ring and proposes to her, and she agrees. And, uh oh, and also Olympia Dukakis is like, Cosmo, you're not going to see her, that woman again. It's, it's over. You're not going to have an affair anymore. And he agrees, and she kind of tearfully tells him that she loves him. And then he tells her, I love you as well. And it's like the sweet, quiet moment of them sort of like her sort of forgiving him or them, I guess, remembering that they care for each other and communicating. Like the way the the problem is solved is that people talk to each other. Can you imagine? (laughs) What? Uh, Can you imagine being in a couple and one of you says what you need and the other person says, okay, and then does that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Can't relate. Um. Oh, um. you know, that moment between the two parents, that almost got me. I felt a tear creeping up and I was like, no, you get back in there, motherfucker. <laughs> it's so good. It was really anyway. a sweet moment. And like the way that they say I love you to each other was just like, that's what got me. It was just mm-hmm. so, so sweet, and, like, you yeah. could tell that, like, these are people who have loved each other for a long time. Yeah. Like, she literally it's just, okay. in, it, in Italian, she goes, ti amo. And then yeah. he, like, takes a moment and looks at her, like, earnestly looks at her and goes, "anch'io Tiamo ti amo. And I was like, oh, oh no. Oh. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, it gets you. Um, the best part, though, is the grandpa is crying, and they're like, what's wrong? And he goes, I'm confused. <laughs>
0: If any, I think, okay, if I was anyone in this movie, I feel like I'm the grandpa. Really? Just because I was telling everyone what to do, minding my own business, but also extremely confused. Yeah. I. I Minus the the dogs. Am I sure? (laughs) No, (laughs) No, I'm
1: not sure. No, I'm not sure. I'm, you know who I am? I'm Chrissy at the bread shop. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm
0: in love with him and he'll never know.
1: He doesn't know that because I never told him. (laughs) Because he can God. never love anybody ever since he lost his girl and he lost his hands. This is the most tormented man I have ever known. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> me. That's me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that <laughs> Just is. like this tormented is.
1: man. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, I love this movie. It's it is, so and good.
0: Can, and the end, the last part of the end, because like. Ronnie proposes, everyone's happy, they're pouring champagne, and Danny Aiello, Ronnie, is just sitting there, just kind of, like, bummed out, like, oh, Mm -hmm. meh, I'm gonna pout. And the grandfather goes over to him and offers him a glass of champagne, and he's like, no, no, I don't want it. He says, yeah, you're gonna take it, because we're family.
1: Yeah.
0: And he does, and he, like, is like, oh, yeah, like, we're gonna have a good time, because now we're all family. Which I thought was very sweet. It's... This movie is sweet. And then so it ends. Sweet. That's the end of the movie.
1: And it's so sweet. It's so lovely. I love this movie. It opens with That's Amore. Can, can yes. I make a
0: confession to you?
1: What? Oh no. What are you about to say right
0: now? You're not going to like it. I think I know. just say it. I didn't realize that all of the lyrics to That's Amore were about food. I thought that that what? was I thought that was a parody of it. But that's really the words to have the you, song. Have you, have you never
1: listened to that
0: Amore? I have never, like, by choice, listened to that song all the way through. Like, I've only heard it in other things. And so I thought, I thought, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, That's Amore, I thought that was a joke. I thought that was a parody. When they talk about pasta fazool, I thought that was a joke.
1: I mean, it's a joke in that it's, like, a cheeky, fun way to talk about how you feel when you're in love.
0: I thought it was, like, a and weird And to be al, Italian. I thought it was a weird album. No! Parody.
1: No! It
0: was the 19,
1: what, 50s, 60s when that song came out? So they were really banking on, like, and we're Italian, we're Italian, this guy's Italian. Like, there was a real um, craving for that.
0: Yeah, it was uh, right when Italians were becoming white. (laughs) Like, right right around that time. Whiteness is such a
1: bullshit thing. Like, whatever. We don't need to get into that right now, but it really is. Racism is so fucking dumb. And the... Whatever. I just, it pisses me off. Anyway. Here, here. But, okay. Like, I, yeah,
0: I mean, moving away from that topic, because I feel like we, we always have something when to When <laughs> I truly, like, I was like, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore? And that, is love pizza? I don't know. Maybe. When the stars
1: make you drool just like pasta fajou. Bells will ring,
0: ting a ling a ling. That song, I love that. That's fucking slap. I love that in songs when they do yes. stuff like that. When they're like, "Bells will ring, ting a ling a ling," I'm like, "Yes, mm-hmm. bitch, yeah. yes." Yes, and we'll sing. Ting a ling a ling.
1: It's so good. Uh, this, I love honestly, this
0: it this was such not only a well written movie but well-acted, well-staged, well acted well staged and well directed well
1: directed just uh.
0: a plus all around I it love really it. like one of the things that bothers me about romance movies is that the ones that are crappy they don't bring you into their world in a successful way but when Mm. i was watching this ali i don't know if you agree i really felt immersed
1: oh immediately yes i immediately you know where you are you have a good sense of the characters of like the feeling the culture everything you know exactly from the jump what you're getting into you're there Mm. and it's so good
0: it um, really is. And Norman Jewison
1: directed this. And he also, I believe, directed Jesus Christ Superstar and Fiddler on the Roof.
0: Oh, my God. You love Jesus Christ Superstar. I t- I t- it's the one Andrew
1: Lloyd Webber where I'm like, the shit fucking slaps.
0: I mean, listeners, uh, there was one night during the quarantine where Allie was over. And we just had reached a point in the night where... You know when you reach that point, just like that point in the night, mm-hmm. and Allie <laughs> is like, "Hey Mel, have you ever listened to any of the songs from Jesus Christ Superstar?" And I said, "No." What makes you think that that's something that I would ever listen to? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> and then she played some of the songs for me, and like they're kind of good. Like yeah. I have to admit. Credit yeah. credit where credits due. Yeah, the but opening, like, sh- the music <laughs> video that you showed me of just like angsty Judas. The clip of the film, you mean? <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the clip of the the music video. That music oh video God.
1: that was three hours long? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that long. But, um, yeah, poor Mel had to listen to me. She very slowly at one point went, Ellie, you mentioned Jesus Christ Superstar about once a month since lockdown started. And I, I didn't realize that I'd done that. <laughs> and I really appreciated her being honest with me about that because I was like, Oh no. And I I it's just it it's good. I'm not a big Andrew Lloyd Webber person. Meaning, um, you
0: know what I do love about Andrew Lloyd Webber though. What? There was this TV show mm-hmm. on BBC America and it was a competition reality co- show. Where he was trying to cast the lead for his musicals that he was putting on. And uh, one of them was for Jesus, um, not Joseph and the Amazing Technical or Dream Co. Haven't
1: seen it. Not interested.
0: <laughs> the show? Terrible. Honestly, I've seen that show. It's a bad show. I'm not but, interested.
1: Never seen it. No, thank
0: you. But but the TV show is they just had a bunch of guys and they, like, put them through different kinds of auditions every week. And John Barrowman was one of the judges. <gasps> and... It was wild. And then I don't remember what the title of that one was because the title of the one for the female leads was called How Do You Solve a Problem Like Maria? (gasps) I've heard
1: about this one. Yes. It's Mm -hmm.
0: honestly like a really fun show. The only weird part is that they had this challenge where they had to have like leading lady chemistry and john barrowman basically just like came and like made out with all of them I one did. that's day.
1: the that's the part that i heard about and was yeah like, i don't know if wild. i
0: like it i mean basically like they knew that they had to do that beforehand they were like this is the scene john's gonna play opposite you and like you have to like act it well enough and have leading lady chemistry and so they were judged basically on like How they performed the scene, so they all Mm -hmm. knew they had to kiss him, but um, it wasn't like he was just like surprise. I mean, my (laughs) favorite—that's what John Barrowman's like, by the way. Oh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know. I've kissed before.
1: I've kissed before, like that. Um, do you know that John Barrowman story? How he was in that shark movie? He was in this like, uh, ridiculous. I think Sci-Fi Channel movie. And he, um, like, improvised a dumb line thinking Ooh. they were going to cut it. <laughs> Cause no. And then they kept it in the movie.
0: <laughs> no, what is this? Uh, I
1: forget what it's called. It's, like, Sharks. It's, like, some kind of, like, sci-fi channel movie. And I think they told him that, like, oh, just say whatever. We'll cut it after you got, You guys are, like, oh, I'm tired. Like, they, they're, like, oh, we're going to cut cut after this part or whatever. And what he said was, he's like, I'm actually uh, still really wired, so how about I take you home and eat your pussy? <laughs>
0: no. And they kept it in the movie. What? Look it up, girl. Shark Attack 3 Megalodon? Look it
1: up. Look it up right now. Watch that clip. It's like the clip that everyone shows. Okay, Because it's on. so got- insane.
0: I've got the Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Shark Attack Three Megalodon is the second sequel to Shark Attack, released in 2002, direct to video.
1: Wow, incredible!
0: Oh, I'm gonna have to watch this. I've
1: never seen the whole movie. I've just seen that clip and a clip where he talked about how he said that. And it listen is so to me. There funny. is
0: nothing better. <sighs> and this may shock some people because yeah. I'm terrified of sharks, like I in didn't real know life. That. Oh. I fully I did competitive swimming for so long. If I can't see what's on the bottom of the water, I won't go in it because I'm terrified. Um, oh yeah, but I, there is nothing that I love more in this world than a shitty shark movie. Ah, oh, love it. I didn't know that. Ooh. I
1: also love shark movies. And shark
0: night. Shark night. I, 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 w- I have so Shark Night. It's I, awful, and I loved every second of I it. I love rooting for a shark. That is that is fun. I was rooting for the shark in the Meg. I, as was I, um, I
1: watched Forty Seven Meters Down Uncaged with Alice. Shout out to Alice. Hi, Alice.
0: Hey, Alice. Wait, I, you watched the sequel because the first one is genuinely scary.
1: I didn't see the first one. The one with Mandy Moore. Sequel. Yeah, I know. The f- I watched the second one, which is like kind of like a teen. It The whole time it felt like something that you'd see in high school, like a group of you would be like, let's go see 47 Meters Down because it's like about teens. And all the music is from the 80s, even though it's set in current time. So I loved it. It was fun. Um, wow. Almost, uh, almost every young woman in that cast is like has like a famous parent. <laughs> good for her. Good for them, you know. Um, John Corbett is the hot dad. Neil Long is the hot mom.
0: Oh shit! John Corbett is John really Corbett can get it.
1: Yeah, he's really having like this. The past like ten years have really been a, a section of his career where he's like, hey, I'm the sweet hot dad. <laughs> like, like, yeah, he's nailing it. Um, he's believable. Anyway,
0: um I love shows. You know, sharks. that that reminds me. I'm related to, to shows. Please.
1: Please talk to me.
0: At some point we should do my big fat Greek wedding on this <gasps> podcast. How
1: have we not done that? I know. Ugh. That's a that movie is so good.
0: It genuinely brings me such joy.
1: Olympia Dukakis is not in that. No. Do you, do you think they approached her? You know what I bet happened? They probably approached her and she wanted the Andrea Martin role, and they were like, "No."
0: That's possible. Yeah.
1: Andrea Martin in that movie is a fucking masterclass.
0: She's incredible. She uh, and Vula is a character for the ages, and also Lainey Kazan is so good.
1: Thank you. I could not remember her name. Maybe they. Um, th- maybe honestly, they offered that to Olympia.
0: All of the. Um, all of the pair. Like I know that's the point, but like. Lainey Kazan, Andrea Martin, Michael Constantine—they're all so good. Mm-hmm. That's another. That's another movie where like you are immersed in a culture, yes, and a family where you feel like you are part of it, and that mm-hmm. there's enough exposition that it's not totally confusing, but there's also not so much that it's overwhelming. Yeah. And right. I think Moonstruck did that incredibly well.
1: So good, and the all the like par- parent characters in Moonstruck are also phenomenal. Like they're yeah. just so good. They're darling, and you love them, and you—it's just so
0: sweet. This movie
1: is so good. Um, yeah,
0: it's it. It was truly a pleasure to watch.
1: This is—I would say—I would argue this might be like a top three of movies we've done on this podcast.
0: Honestly, yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think
0: like what what. Okay, so Allie, what do you think our top three have been so far? If we're including Moonstruck, what do you think the other two are?
1: Um, I feel like when Harry met Sally might be one of the others. I'm 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 trying to think of ones where it's like, oh, we loved this movie so much. Um, I know we we both really loved when Harry met Sally, but that almost feels like a cop out. Um, I don't know, I'm trying to think, because I've already seen this one. Sh- I, we might have different top threes, because, like, there could be a top three of movies we hadn't seen before we wa- we started the podcast.
0: That's true, that's but true.
1: Like, um, like, we both loved Mrs. Winterborn, and that threw us for a loop.
0: Yeah, we also loved Imagine Me and You. That, for me, I would say if we're doing a top three, Imagine Me and You has to be in there.
1: I agree. I think our top three is Imagine Me and You, When Harry Met Sally, and Moonstruck.
0: I would say in terms of the best quality movies we've done, yes. Mm -hmm. In terms of the most fun movies we've talked about, Mm -hmm. it may be a little different. Yeah. Like, I feel like if we're doing the most fun, Dracula has to be in Oh, there. my
1: God. I had so much fun talking about Crimson Peak, we had a lot of fun talking about that movie because that movie is insano. Um, I
0: am to this day haunted by Tom Hiddleston's ass. <laughs> I just, I just, I want to kiss his face. I want to kiss his face. You love him. I do. I love Tom Hiddleston. I, I love that for you.
1: I'm not anti-Tom Hiddleston. I, like, get it, but I don't feel... Like, there is a horniness for that man that I don't know that I'm... um, As... I I don't know that I feel it in a way that, like, other people feel it. That makes sense. I get it, and I see it.
0: It's not even... For me, it's not even, like, a horniness for Tom Hiddleston. (laughs) It's that, like, he's tall and... Looks great with long hair, and oh, if okay. I could get him to have long hair and a beard at the same time, it would be perfection for me. If you
1: could get him <laughs> to do, if it.
0: I could get him to do, yeah, if I. You, you want to live? Do you
1: want to live in the world of that weird, like, vitamin commercial he did? Yeah. Yeah. You I You want to live in that world where he's like, yes, "Oh, I, I made you breakfast, and it's like a giant platter of like four hundred different chopped vegetables." What the fuck?
0: Honestly. What's I would say that? thank you. But I I just want like I want to go on a date with him and have a conversation. Like that's what I want from Tom Hiddleston. I feel like he and I would have such good conversations because we're both overeducated for what we are doing with our lives. <laughs> <laughs> and we're both incredibly attractive. So our babies would rule the world. I want this for you, babe. Thank you, Tom. If you're listening, He's I'm not. not. Trying I feel like it's to. not. Tom, Tom,
1: He's Tom. Not.
0: If you're listening, it sounds like
1: you're talking to my dad. <laughs> 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 this is all a ruse because you want to be my stepmom. I have a stepmom, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's listen. I wasn't gonna tell you, but you figured it out. Um, <gasps> your dad and I no! we were gonna keep this a secret from you, but is you this have
1: to why he doesn't text me back and for days? <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's cause of me, bitch. Fuck. I'm your mom now. You have to call me mommy now.
1: I would truly stab you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I would. That's fine. I get that. I get that for you. I I, I support it and I understand it. <laughs> Can you imagine if I was your stepmom? Oh god. I'd be so confused and like upset. So would I. And I'm sure so would your dad and your stepmom. Yeah,
1: <laughs> they'd be, they'd both be like, "What? This isn't what we thought was gonna happen." Um,
0: this isn't what anyone thought was gonna happen. <laughs> like, I know they adore me, but not that much. Damn.
1: No. I don't know that you're my dad's type.
0: I don't think I am your dad's type. I don't think I'm nice well, enough to be your dad's type. You're
1: nice. No, I, I mean like, uh, well, one, you're too young for him. So already he's yeah. like, no, thank you, My, my to my dad's credit, he appreciates an age-appropriate woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't need to be putting my dad's business out there on the podcast.
0: No, but like
1: that he. Like I asked him not to listen your, to. Uh, <laughs> your
0: stepmom is incredibly like a lovely woman. Lovely, and she is so kind, and like I'm not that kind, so I get it.
1: <laughs> I think truly, what would happen if you and my dad were married is you'd be fighting all the time.
0: Probably, yeah. That you sounds fight. right.
1: I'd be like, God, I can't go through another divorce. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy and Daddy are fighting again. That's right. No, I'm
0: good. Um, That's what I do. I swoop in, cause absolute chaos, and then I peace out and don't clean any of the mess up.
1: You hear that, Tom (laughs) Hendleston?
0: You I'm hear actually that?
1: Over in foggy London town, you hear that?
0: Oh no, I feel like I have to do like a dating resume right now. Oh my god. Uh, uh, uh listen, I mean, I'm I'm real pretty and she, I'm super duper smart. Anybody
1: who wants to date Molly, she's very pretty. She's very smart. She's very, very pretty, very
0: smart. Clear about what,
1: what she wants and what she very, needs from you.
0: Very she, clear communicator. Mm-hmm. What you see is what you get. I yeah. don't put up with any bullshit. Uh, but now we should acknowledge some weaknesses too uh, one of my weaknesses is that if I have an actual problem that has to do with me and not you I won't tell anyone until it's too late
1: a lot of people do that though babe
0: so but yeah I mean listen I'm a ride or die kind of bitch so mm-hmm. like once once we're in it we are in it mm-hmm. it may take me like I, I take a little while to warm up to certain people but like once, once you're in you're, you're in and okay. I mean, with friendship too.
1: No, I said okay because it sounded sexual the way you said
0: it. Oh, I mean, I listen. was being
1: rude. That's my weakness, listeners.
0: <laughs> what?
1: I don't know. Being
0: sex jokes. Irreverent. <laughs> That's not a weakness. Like, listen, if you if you're a man and you're dating me, here are the things that you have here. Here are like the top five things you have to worry about. Okay you I mean, got to get no-
1: with her friends.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Make Number it one. last forever. Friendship one.
1: never ends. If you want to be my lover, you have got to give. Ticking
0: this to me, but that's the way it is. What you think about that? I mean, she's not wrong. But here, okay, here are the top Sorry. five things. If Continue. you date me, here are the top five things, okay? Number one, I'm funnier than you. Get over it number two (laughs) (laughs) number two if you load the dishwasher wrong I will go back to the dishwasher and I will reload it myself I don't know why I'm like this please just let me load the dishwasher by myself Uh, number three I am super super busy so if I make time for you and you don't show up I take that as an insult so communication is key Uh, number four I will make you watch Lord of the Rings with me whether you like it or not. And number five, I care about my cat more than I care about you. Sorry. So if you're cool with those things, then we can go out. So Tom I Hiddleston, come at me, baby. I don't
1: I don't know what my five things are. <laughs>
0: um. Well, obviously your number one is that you're the funny one because you are. But we both need to be funny. I don't even need to be, like, the. there there shouldn't be a
1: thing of, like, I'm the funny one and you're not the funny. Like, I want to, what I really care about is that we both think that the other is funny. And that's also not just for, like, my ego, but also for you. Because, like, if you don't think I'm funny and we're dating, I'm going to be insufferable to you. Mm, mm. You're not going to, like, if you don't think your partner is funny, if you don't enjoy talking to your partner, you're fucked.
0: I mean, yeah, for real, though. Um, like if you're making a life commitment with someone and you don't think that they're fun to talk to, you've made a huge mistake. Mm-hmm. Like I normally don't judge people's relationships that much, but like, I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. What did you
0: just say? What I said, did you just say? I said, that much? Say? I said that much. Do you not know what the, what this podcast is about? Oh, you! <laughs> I mean, listen. This podcast that we started, <laughs> that we give, that we give relationship advice. Both of us are single. Both Marriage are advice. Neither single. of us have ever been married. Never been married. Child rearing advice. Neither parents. of us have children. <laughs> listen, I'm just trying. Listen, we've established early on that I am the most humble. Okay, I'm the humblest bitch out there, and I'm just trying <laughs> to stay humble, yo. Okay. I don't know why I said yo, but I'm just trying to stay humble.
1: We know why you said yo. I, for me, I feel that this movie was romantic.
0: Oh, 10,000%. I agree. Not only was this movie romantic, but I think it was also very sexy. What do you think?
1: You know what? I think it was. I think it was. (sighs) Surprising. Young
0: buff Nicolas Cage really I, did something to me.
1: Oh, no, thank you.
0: <laughs> I'm like, but I'm I think distraught. he's great in
1: this movie, and I think they I, have great chemistry.
0: Absolutely, but I'm I'm like actually distraught over how hunky I found Nicolas Cage to be. Wow. All and right. can we also go back to the whole freak out thing? Because I think it was a good Nick Cage freakout. Was I didn't it on? It was par? Bad. No, I said but it's good. Right, but I don't amazing. think I don't think it was the same kind of freak out as the kind of freak outs that he's known for. He literally
1: screams bread, bread, bread.
0: I mean, I I, I don't know I'm, what
1: you're looking for. I don't know <laughs> what you're looking for right now. What do you want from him? What do you want from him, woman? He's giving you everything.
0: Oh my god. I feel All so that attacked. joy can bring. Oh my god. Ugh, I feel so attacked. I just, I hate to defend
1: Nikki like this, but come on.
0: I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm asking for too much. I don't know. What else do you want?
1: He I, starts quiet, but it gets, he's loud. So he also yells, God damn it. <laughs> like,
0: really? Yeah, <laughs> I guess When they're in the kitchen? I think my favorite Nick Cage freak out of all time is from Vampire's Kiss where he just screams the alphabet. So for me, so that's good. like the standard. Um
1: I'm trying to A B C D E F G Incredible. Hey. So Incredible. Good. I good. think my favorite Nick Cage freak out um God. Um I feel I I love a screaming Nick Cage freak out, but I think I I almost prefer um quiet spooky Nick Cage when he's like I want to take my face off like <laughs> that's I prefer that kind of Nick Cage I think mm-hmm. I think I want a Nick Cage where it's like uh-oh. uh oh or like a face off is just so good face off we're gonna blow up LA bro incredible incredible yeah. what yeah John Travolta yeah. Li- something I think is fascinating or fun about John Travolta is, like, in movies when you can tell that he feels sexy. Like, it's not necessarily that he is or he isn't in the movie. You could just tell that he f- is feeling himself. Like, he's like, oh, me? <laughs> I'm smoking in this movie. Like, you could tell he was really like, me? I'm hot. Like, he feels hot. And that's fun to watch.
0: I think that's a really good point. And, like, it's just, for me... I don't know if you agree, but I feel like when someone's really feeling their oats, it's it's almost in an unquantifiable extra, like, it factor, right? Because it's right. perceptible. You can tell, mm. but you can't quite put your finger on what it is, and it's when they're feeling their oats.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's a vibe.
0: And honestly, like, Cher was feeling her oats in this movie. Sh- and
1: as she should. As she fucking should.
0: Ugh. Share. so good honestly like so beautiful
1: <laughs> so beautiful
0: like it makes me want to like bash my head against the wall she's so beautiful don't do that don't i'm not do going that. to i'm just being dramatic babe
1: no i know i just wanted uh, me you.
0: dramatic
1: what? what first of all i'm the italian <laughs> <laughs>
0: First of all, I first am Italian. All,
1: first of all, I am Italian. I don't mean to yell. <laughs> um, oh, so good. So good. Um, Would you recommend this movie, Melanie?
0: Yeah, I definitely would. If you haven't seen it, go see it. It's free on you
1: re- YouTube right now. I'm yes. assuming you would also
0: recommend Oh, my it. God.
1: Watch this movie. It's so good.
0: Yeah. It's also, a great movie.
1: It's also one that you can weirdly watch with, like, almost anyone
0: yeah it's I like romantic
1: like and like kind of sexy but it's also one where it's like i wouldn't feel too uncomfortable uncomfortable watching it with like my parents or something you know what i mean or like my family or my like
0: yeah for friends. me the only thing that would make me uncomfortable is that like when when Cage and share are first making out there's a lot of there's a lot of groaning oh, yeah. during like their making that. out and, and when they're, like, going into the bedroom. And I, I was just like, uh, oh, I don't All want right. to listen to this. Good for you guys, I guess. Yeah, um, just, like, just, it's, it's 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 very realistic, though. And okay. that's why it's so effective. But I just have a thing where I'm like, I don't want to listen to that with someone that I'm related to.
1: No, I don't. Um,
0: um but it's definitely it was so good. It's on YouTube for free. I think Ali you already said that. Just yeah, so go good. watch it. Go take the time. Baba, if you're listening, A plus, hundred percent. You're right. One of the best movies I've ever seen.
1: I feel bad that your your grandmother has heard me say such vile things if she's listening.
0: She's not, but okay. <laughs> I just thought I'd shout her out. I think you should. I think that's good. Um, it's honestly th- so good.
1: It's so good. I don't think there's a fuck Mary Kill in this, and I don't know that that's necessary.
0: On th- w- it w- Is this going to be an episode where we don't ask the most important question of all?
1: Well, we could. You know what? How about I do this for you, Melanie? I have a special fuck Mary Kill for you. Okay. And it's all Nick Cage.
0: Yes! Uh,
1: okay. So, this Nick Cage, Moonstruck Nick Cage. hmm. Um. Nick Cage in, uh, wait, have you seen The Rock? Yes. Okay, Nick Cage in The Rock. Um, and Nick Cage in, I haven't seen Mandy, but maybe Mandy. Okay. Fuck, my Okay. That's for you, Ben.
0: <sighs> Thank you. Okay, this is hard, actually. Um check me
1: out. I'm actually amazing at this fucking game. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know me well. Thank Um, you. Okay. Uh, Okay. I've made my decision. It may be controversial, but hear me out. Go
1: for it. Speak your truth.
0: I'm gonna kill the Rocknik Cage. I'm gonna kill him. Purely because of my desire to marry and fuck the other two supersede the the need to kill the third. Got it. Um so I would fuck Moonstruck Nick Cage mm-hmm. and I would marry Mandy Nick Cage. Cool. Yeah. Very
1: cool. So, I don't really want to do either of those things with Nicholas Cage.
0: <laughs> and that's okay. You don't have to. And that's okay.
1: He's um, not even
0: listening. I wish he no. would, but he's not.
1: I'm. Um, but here's the thing: I've already done the my ultimate fuck, marry, kill one that I like to say, which is um, Nick Cage, Steve Buscemi, Danny DeVito.
0: Yeah, yeah, we've done that before. We have, and we all know my yeah. answer. So yeah.
1: Oh, uh, a thing we came up with. Um, I think maybe last episode. Uh, I don't think we applies to this one, but I I I don't think this movie needs to be Paul Giamatti. I. It's too good. It's it's fine the way it is. We don't need Paul to come in and um do it. I think he'd be fine in this.
0: I think yeah. I think Paul Giamatti would be really good as Johnny.
1: That could work. It's you no know what I was thinking of. I I wouldn't want to replace John Mahoney, but I feel like. Giamatti might actually be great in that role.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I just, I'm really glad we came we came up with Giamotify because um, I just, like <laughs> I just like it. Yeah, I think a tiny th- Italian man. Allie's invested. What? Who knew? Who could who have d- predicted? Who could have seen this coming? Not me. And before you get. Up in the comments saying Nicholas Cage is Italian, bitch. I know.
0: Anyway, but he's not. But he's not little.
1: No. No, he isn't.
0: He's no Danny DeVito. Okay. No. Anyway, this has been you had me. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: if you like what you heard, uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Um. Uh, You can uh, send us an email on HellNoCast.com and also check us out on HellNoCast at at HellNoCast on Twitter and Instagram.
0: Yeah, we would love to hear your thoughts, feelings, recommendations, movies that you want us to review. We would love to hear from you. Both of us really enjoy interacting with all of you guys through Instagram. Um, Both of us are kind of terrible at Twitter. Mm Mm-hmm. So, sorry uh,
1: but It's this thing where every time we go on it We just get really sad
0: Yeah, Twitter's a bummer, it's um, a bummer. But either way yeah. If you do follow us, definitely give us a shout out and We would love to hear from you Love it But, you know, you can listen to us every Friday That's when our episodes drop We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts um, You can go to our website as well HellNoCast.com And that's where we also mm-hmm. post our episodes as well but we really appreciate you guys listening and if you've returned, thank you for returning. If this was your first episode, <laughs> welcome to welcome. The Insanity.
1: Welcome. It's not that insane. I don't think we're that insane though. I, I think mean, we're fun. You know what we do? You no, know we have. This is what we have. What? Character.
0: Characters
1: we got character. Welcome. We got Characters. character. Hey, what's going on? We you hey, want some guys? fucking pizza.
0: Mamma Mia, Papa Pia, diarrhea.
1: I didn't like that.
0: (laughs) And on that note, we should uh, probably go.
1: I have been Allie.
0: And I've been Mel.
1: Bye-bye. Love you.
0: Bye. You Had Me at Hell No was recorded remotely at our homes in front of our pets, Roscoe and Benny. Allie and I would like to say congratulations to Tiffer on the birth of his daughter, as well as a big thank you to Lucille Petty and Bella Vanek for writing our theme song. Thank you, Bella and Lucille.